0: 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 Eastern, and it is Wednesday on this show, and you know what that means. We got Dynamite coming up tonight. A Dynamite card. Actually, we've got seven things announced for the show, including, as I learned last night, Darby Allin versus Nick Wayne. Yeah. So I'll tell you about the whole lineup for the show here tonight. We've also got a lot of ratings notes, as uh, had been expected. Saturdays are going to die for the time being as they have very, very strong competition. Collision got slaughtered. Rampage actually did better than usual. And SmackDown did a very good number. Very, very good number, in fact. So we'll tell you about all of that. Also got some notes on Gable Stevenson. We have the NXT report from last night where, in fact, Becky did not show up live. But Becky did a pre-tape. And I thought she was just going to announce that she's on her way to like confront Tiffany or something like that. But they flat out announced next week on NXT it is Becky Lynch versus Tiffany Stratton in an NXT championship match. That is next week on NXT. So I think they think they're going in for the kill next week. They're determined to beat AEW and at least... 18 to 34. I don't think they're going to do 18 to 49, but Becky in a championship match next week, which they're going to plug on SmackDown and on Raw, is likely to do a very big number. So, a lot to get into here today. If you want to Texas, 425 780 7566. That is 425 780 7566. Brian, WrestlingObserver.com. I'm on Threads, Instagram, and Cameo at 4W Online. At Brian Alvarez on the X. Back in a moment. With Mike Sempervivi, Wrestling Observer Live.
2: It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Eight hundred seven six zero one eight four five. 760 1845 That's eight hundred seven six zero eighteen forty five.
3: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live.
0: Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Man, I hate to disappoint the people, but it happens sometimes. You know, sometimes people will go, Oh, man, you know, so-and-so is so predictable. You know what I can say about myself? I'm not predictable. Not even to myself. Old DJ here is hoping that I... Blow a gasket about the angle last night with Braun Breaker and Von Wagner. And mm. uh, I got nothing. Am I supposed okay. to be mad? Oh, really? I think the, I think the problem with me not getting really mad about it is they actually did this exact same angle a couple of weeks ago, except they screwed up on production, and so they had to try it again this week. Well, guys, remember a few weeks ago? I think it was on the pay-per-view maybe. But uh, Von Wagner got knocked down.
1: No, it was just NXT, wasn't it? It, just, it was somewhere. But
0: Von Wagner gets knocked down, and, uh, and Braun gets this steel chair, and he raises it as high as he can in the air, and he smashes the ground. And I went, what? And I laughed. And then, you know what's even more funny? It was a really laughable thing. As I was reviewing it on the show... And I was pointing out how ridiculous it was that Braun Breaker raised a chair high above his head and then slammed it into the ground next to Von Wagner. And uh, and somebody from WWE got real mad about it. They were like, that didn't happen! He didn't hit the ground! And I went, what? Oh, yeah? And so I went back and he absolutely positively hit the ground. Yeah. Because what happened was they were trying to do like a very serious, you know, injury angle. Where, um you know, Lashley or uh, uh, Braun's going to take the chair and smash it into Vaughn's, you know, surgically repaired metal head. And uh, and it was going to be like some horrible, awful thing that he had done. But whoever was filming it accidentally filmed the ground. And so when Vaughn hit the ground, they screwed up the entire thing. Because you weren't supposed to see the ground. You were only supposed to see him swing the chair. And you were supposed to think that he had caved
1: his skull in. Hear the big sound and yeah. expect the worst.
0: So they just moved on like nothing ever happened. And then they did the match this week, and this time they, they got it right. He put von Wagner's head on the steps, he lifted up the steps, he slammed the steps down, allegedly onto Von Wagner's head, but you see we don't know because the screen went black. <laughs> he did it. Yeah. So now I guess, you know, Von's Von's head's been squished. I guess. That was Booker T, by the way. Yeah, the announcers were all freaked out about it. And I don't know, man. Like, the storyline is his head is made of metal, number one. And, I mean, number two... You don't know that. Maybe there's
1: paper machines No, they, they
0: flat out said that he had a giant titanium thing inside his head. They said that. So, you know, what's so funny?
1: <laughs> Where you're going with this.
0: Well, no, I'm just saying, like, you know, how is this different than any other horrible injury angle? How is this worse than Ray Mysterio getting his eyeball pulled out? Which was stupid, don't get me wrong. It was stupid,
1: yeah. Or, or you know, any because other. Because there was no dramatic lights going out action to see it. Like, oh my god, the production, what happened? Oh my god, no, none of that. Just, it goes, the screen goes black. And then you hear Booker T going, he did it! Yeah, it, I mean. I mean, you can Have you watched NXT? People get run over by
0: cars. <laughs> well, they get thrown off a bridge with with st- cement boots on their, to their death. A guy was in jail for killing people a while ago.
1: Well, yeah.
0: I mean, hello? It's just an injury angle.
1: And I've really, seen a thousand th- of them. That was the icing on the cake for the show last night, which was not particularly good. I don't know. Maybe I'll be wrong when you start giving the review here, but this was not. Well, I don't want to waste everyone's time.
0: We'll do that in the last quarter. The guy knows you might get emails. The last segment, but let's talk about. I do get emails, Mike. You good? I do get emails. Guess where you can put them. You know what's funny though, Mike? You know what's funny? Hold on, wait, wait, wait. wait, They went on two radio shows. at at the minimum to complain about it. If I get a bunch of emails.
1: It's not me that you should be mad
0: at. It's the person
1: sending the emails. I'm I'm just I can't believe that you went out of your way to say on two shows to rub in how poor of a job Tom I and I did, did not. and that you got emails. Nor did that, I say you know, that you did a poor these job. These mystery emails. I just
0: brought it up. It was, I
1: could have jumped on there, but I didn't. I let you guys go. That's what your I words did. were during Phil. I and did. Tom's I let show. you go because I'm a nice guy.
0: Oh my! I God. didn't try to to
1: try to break up the monotony of wrestling by having some fun you know on a little bit of a different subject after a week of guys dying hold on a second petulant wrestlers
0: i love you but wednesday of last week there is no way you could say that was a monotonous week of wrestling what
1: did what did we not cover on that show i don't know i didn't listen could have been a lot but you didn't listen now listen now you
0: listen no you listen here's dynamite tonight. Now they're doing a Grand Slam World Title Eliminator Tournament. The winner is going to get a shot at MJF at Grand Slam. These are the matches we got tonight. Darby Allen versus Nick Wayne. What? Yes. Darby Allen versus Nick Wayne. What a jerk that Tony Khan turned out to be. Roderick Strong versus Trent Beretta.
1: I don't know, Darby's not the best right now if I'm Nick, but...
0: And by the way, listen, you know, I know a lot of you guys don't like WWE, and you only want to point out the stupid things that WWE does, and you never want to say anything negative about AEW. Even even though I'm paid by Tony Khan. (laughs) The stupidest storyline in all of AEW, and also the funniest, is A.R. Fox never, ever, ever winning and always getting championship matches. He is getting a shot against John Moxley for the international title tonight. I am not making this up. This is actually one of my favorite stupid storylines in all of wrestling. How many times is AR Fox going to get a championship match without ever winning?
1: Well, maybe they'll explain that on the show. John Moxley they went through a lot. In his, in, well, John Moxley went through a lot in his personal life, and he knows something about redemption. He had to give some things up, he had to look in the mirror and say, damn it, I needed to change something, and I changed it in AR Fox. Even though it was brought upon you, even though the guys that you believed in turned on you, no, this is a redemption for you, A.R. And I'm gonna start my title reign by offering redemptions. I don't know if that'll lead to Miro. You know, he's a redeemer and all too, but maybe they'll explain it.
0: We have got Chris Statlander versus Emmy Sakura for the TBS title. Jericho and Sammy versus Aussie Open, and they have now. It is now a promo from Hangman Page. And a promo from MJF, in which, according to the poster, he will be addressing Old Samoa Joe.
1: Well, I don't know. How do you feel about the uh, verbiage of "We're going to have a segment"? They announce it's a segment with Hangman Page, like because that would, you know, indicate to me we're going to have like Hangman's bar or something no, like that, Where we'll be interviewing somebody like. They Piper said it,
0: yesterday. It was a segment. Today, it's a promo. Uh-huh. And by the way, according to my uh, stat stat maker here. A.R. Fox has now had nine championship matches.
1: Good oh my God.
0: I'm not sure he's ever won a match. I could be wrong. Somebody can find it. Come on, cage match
1: somebody. But
0: in terms of, like, uh, you know, number of championship matches versus number of wins, this has to be some sort of professional wrestling record that A.R. Fox is setting here.
1: I don't think he's going to win. I don't think so. Could either. be
0: wrong. Could be he's wrong.
1: definitely an underdog. That's for sure.
0: Then we've got uh, ratings. I'll do the I'll do the stuff we don't have to talk about first, then we'll do the stuff we have to talk about next. Rampage, 372,000, up 7%. 18 to 49.11, 17th on cable, identical to last week. SmackDown, 2.44 million viewers, which is down, but it's down from that show where they had tributes to Bray Wyatt and Terry Funk. 2.44 million for this show is an astonishingly good number. They topped all of cable. 0.6518 to 49. They tripled everything else on English language network television. So that guy on the board that said, "Did uh, did this peak at uh, SummerSlam?" No, it's doing all right. Back in a moment of Ziver Live. <laughs>
2: That's 800-433-0539. Paid for by Fix My Student Loans.
3: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer
0: Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. What impeccable timing the CM Punk has getting fired. Because AEW Collision, this was the week that, uh, that football started, and the show died. 345,000 viewers, .11, down 30% from the week prior, it was the go-home show, and uh, it went head-to-head with WWE Payback on Peacock, and also, where is it, it went up against a college football game, I could have sworn I saw this in here. It definitely went up against college football. Well, I mean, I'm trying when to find the exact number. To? But the exact number was something like, this game did like 19 <laughs> million viewers. Yeah. Just wait. 19 million viewers.
1: Wait till the Iron Bowl.
0: Yeah. So from now until, uh, I think it's like mid-January, uh, do not expect Anything. Anything. When it comes to collision
1: ratings, well, college-wise, you you really only have to wait till around Thanksgiving. Well, that's true. That's what they need to get. But then you have the thing, and I don't know how it works. When does Christmas fall this year? Do they get a show December twenty (laughs) fifth? Is it on a Saturday though? Are they going to be bumped for holiday programming? Do they have to worry about that on top of things? And then by that point, then you have basketball. The NBA has started, and granted the NBA season for a lot of people doesn't kick off till after the all-star break because so many guys miss games and things like that but it's just another shovel on top of dealing with things on a Saturday this coming Saturday they have no key games they're going against it doesn't look like Wisconsin and Washington State but the fact of the matter is that's on ABC, and it's going to get a bunch of people just because it's on ABC. So there's a zillion other games regionally they'll have to deal with, and it's just something that they're going to have to suffer through, which makes it even worse when there's a high-level Christmas WWE is a Monday. Show. Well, they're lucky that way.
0: Thank God I've got all of these little... Uh... Which means we'll have a taped Raw. Fauntleroy has gone AI. You aware of that? Oh, you don't yeah. do that. He had okay. a lot of artificial stupidity before, but now he's artificially intelligent. Did you know? I told the story on the Lance Show, but um, we did that um, Q and A in London, mm-hmm. and the audio is on the site, but it's it's uh, apparently unlistenable. Oh no! And for those of you wondering, apparently, like we had we had over two hundred people there, and we had a very specific start time because the bar was going to open like I forget hour and a half, two hours later, whatever. And uh, and like right before we started, they they had some serious error with the audio, and it could not be fixed in time, and we had to start. So if you're wondering, like it should not be like this in the future. There's nothing that could be done. It just it was it was not good. But rec- there were no microphones. Or- somebody asked probably. about uh, about AI. How would that affect the uh, like the observer or whatever? <laughs> and I had this idea, which I like, because it was you my would. idea, yeah. and the idea was. What Dave should do every week is have like chat GPT or whatever, some AI program, write whatever the top story is of the week. And then Dave could go by, go through and just like be Dave
1: and like correct everything. I think that'd be incredible. But anyway, so I was on Google today. Can you imagine feeding a bunch of observers into AI and imagining the results when it comes to the punctuation? I was Googling something
0: today. And actually, I'll find out exactly what it said because it was like unusual. I'm going to Google uh, penguins. Penguins? I'm just typing in a word. Penguins. Hmm. Okay. And of course, now it doesn't come up. Well, anyway, earlier today, when I, when I Googled something, how about uh, can penguins fly? Okay, here we go. So now there's this AI thing that generates. Generative AI, it says. OK. Info quality may vary. So then, you know, A.I. generates an answer to your question. So it says here, no, penguins cannot fly. Although they have wings, their wings have evolved to help them swim. Penguins use their wings as flippers to propel and blah, blah, blah. OK. So I saw that. And I thought I should ask it something about wrestling. And so I asked, what was Brawl Out? Now, if you want to do this, you can do this. I'm not making this up. So I asked, what is Brawl Out? And this, this is what Generative AI wrote. Degenerative. (laughs) It gave me me a report. I'm going to read that report to you now. All right. Brawl Out was a physical altercation between CM Punk and the Elite. The fight started after Punk gave a fiery promo during the AEW All Out Media Scrum. Three executive vice presidents confronted Punk in his locker room, leading to a brawl. A fight that became the talk of the pro wrestling world. The fight involved the three executive vice presidents, Trainer A. Steele, Punk's dog Larry, (laughs) and a group of producers.
1: Oh, man. AI sucks. I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate AI. I can't believe you would be for it. You are the kind of weirdo tyrant that would be for something like this. I am laughing in the face of Gannett newspapers who have crushed so many local papers around the country with their accusation or or, uh, their their buying of these papers, their acquiring of these papers. And then. To have the gall to actually try to write high school sports with AI, actually breaking that out and unleashing that upon people, I am so happy that it blew up in their face. I hope it lights them on fire and they can go jump in a bowl of nothing to, to fix it. I hate it. I hate AI. Nobody has done anything entertaining with it except for the one guy with the Gorilla Monsoon stuff. Everybody else, it sucks. Why did WCW die?
0: World Championship Wrestling began to decline in 1999 and closed its doors in March 2001. Many factors contributed to WCW's demise, including declining viewership. In March 2001, AOL Time Warner, WCW's owner, took Nitro and Thunder off television due to declining viewership. This cut off WCW's most important revenue stream. Poorly received storylines. WCW storylines were not well received. Hmm. The WWE's attitude era yet. <laughs> became increasingly popular. Power struggles between executives and talent contributed to WCW's demise. WCW's success led to creative and financial mismanagement. And WCW let go of talent that became stars in the WWF. Bret Hart may have uh, helped work on that one. Anyway, there's a lot of interesting things I've learned that you can learn on... Uh... On on the internet.
1: <laughs> Pretty neat, huh? It is. This newfangled thing is kind of mind-blowing when you really stop and think about it.
0: Oh, man. I got another thing I got to talk about that I forgot about. So yesterday on the Brian and Vinny show, we've been reviewing Retro TNA. But it was a, a best-of show this week. And so we decided we would watch something else. So uh, our Emmy Award-winning co-host, Sean... Thought you know, Terry Funk passed away and Bray Wyatt passed away. So why don't we watch two great matches to commemorate these these men? And so one of them was Terry Funk versus Ric Flair and I Quit match, which was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And the other was the Shield versus the Wyatt family from 2014 at Elimination Chamber. Ooh. So we watched these matches. And if you want the full reviews, obviously it's last night. But there's two things that I got to mention about that. Uh, three things really. About the Elimination Chamber match. First off, when you watch it, it was eight years ago. And if you think about, think about like 1998 WWE, WWF versus like 1990 WWF. How insanely different, insanely different that eight years was from 1990 to 1998. Fact. But man, you watch that Elimination Chamber match. It's like watching a match today, aside from the fact that he no longer wears the flak jacket, Roman Reigns looks and works exactly the same. Seth Rollins pretty much looks and works almost exactly the same. He does less high-flying now, but he's basically exactly the same. And then you see Dean Ambrose, and it's like, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I'm not sure that that's actually John Moxley. I mean, you gotta watch this match, dude. That's number one. Well, Number two, for those of you, and I know you're on the chat right now, you tell me every day, it's, it, it sucks just as bad as always. WWE has not improved at all. You're, you're wrong, I tell you every day. But go back and watch this match. And within about five minutes, actually not even that, uh, sorry, five seconds, I nearly vomited. Because this freaking Zooming... Like, it's so much better now. It is so much better. Watch this match and this freaking cutting and zooming. Like, it all of a sudden will be jarring to you how horrible it used to be compared to today. They're freaking like, it, it was like watching Okada do the Rainmaker pose, but like all throughout the match over and over again. It almost killed me. So thank God they've, they've like, chopped that dramatically and then i forgot what the third point was but those are the two uh those are the two big ones just how 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 so much hasn't changed but like certain things are 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 so much better
1: now than they were back then
0: there have been positive changes to wwe
1: Oh, there have been, absolutely. But I remember there was a show like 10 years ago. uh, Vic Sosa and Les Thatcher were doing their, their show. And Vic is talking about like, man, you look at this show 10 years ago, it looks exactly the same as now. And it's kind of the same way that the television show does look for the amount of things that have changed. The things that they are steadfast on, they're probably never going to do it until Don and Vince are truly, truly out of
0: it. And here we are, 2023, the Shield, three of the top champions in this business. Back in a moment Observer Live. Some
4: days, my active psoriatic arthritis makes it hard to get in the game. Now, the ball is in my court. Thanks to treating my skin and joints with SkyRizzy, Rizemkizumab Rizem, a prescription-only, 150-milligram injection for adults. SkyRizzy helps with less joint pain, stiffness, swelling, and fatigue. For those who also have plaque psoriasis, 90% clearer skin is possible with just four doses a year after two starter doses. Ask your doctor today about SkyRizzy and visit SkyRizzy.com or call one 866 sky to learn more.
2: Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. 800 211 6008 800 211 6008 That's 800 211 6008
3: I don't even recognize myself anymore I'm really worried about him his addiction I haven't seen him like this ever
1: Hey look I I never wanted to start using I I knew the drill but I was out of options
3: I just want to tell them it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through.
2: This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone.
3: You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help.
2: It's time. I can do this.
3: Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment.
2: Call Quit Drugs 321 now At 800 378 3508. 800 378 3508. That's 800 378 3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline.
3: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
0: I remember the last thing I was going to say. All right. which I didn't mention last night, by the way, so this is this is exclusive, oh man, so I got on Twitter in like twenty ten and uh you know people it's been a thing since like uh two thousand eight or so somewhere around there, but uh, I got in early enough that I got at Brian Alvarez, so I wasn't that big, but uh, I don't know what it was, but man, elimination chamber twenty fourteen they they talked about Twitter no less than five thousand times during that one eighteen minute match. They would not shut up about it. So and so tweeted something today. So and so on Twitter said, so and so tweeted Roman Re- I'm like, did you just discover Twitter? Like, golly, they were just hammering it. It was like they bought the thing or something like that.
1: So anyway, we'll, that we'll was wait irritating. until you're looking back in time and you're wondering what they're talking about when it comes to tout. And yeah. they did buy that God. one. And there's going to be a time where it's like, what the hell was Tout? I mean, even in the yeah, moment. Yeah, that time is now. How long did Tout last for? I mean, it, was, it felt like months. Months. Well, let's so. ask AI. Okay. How long
0: did Tout last? Let's see what it has to say. All right. I'm sure this will be long. Tout was a TV network for the internet. It was launched in April 2010 and is now inactive. Tout's personalized TV technology used AI to deliver targeted video programming based on where you were and who you were. It was a spin-out from the Stanford Research Institute.
1: The Stanford so Research Institute.
0: AI yeah. is telling me about something that was tied into AI that is now defunct. That is deep.
1: Ask it what happened to Von Wagner before we begin. That's Maybe they question. have some, some insight here on this. What happened? just carted away there in those photos. People didn't see that.
0: All right, let's see what it says here. What happened to Von Wagner on NXT? God, they got a whole article. Von Wagner was attacked by Braun Breaker after a no disqualification match on the September 5 episode of NXT. Breaker defeated Wagner in the match, but continued to assault him after the match. Breaker put Wagner's head on the bottom half of the steel steps and brought the top half down on Wagner's head. The broadcast went black and Wagner was stretchered out of the arena. Wagner was seen with a bandaged head which was soaked in blood. The attack on Wagner fits in with the story NXT has been telling. Wagner has had problems accepting himself and the injury could potentially disfigure him. Wow. I am useless.
1: Finally hit me.
0: God. Can you believe it? Good thing I saved my money.
1: Maybe see this is maybe your way of bringing back if you're so bullish on this AI technology. Look, can you imagine? Can you imagine AI writing The Flying Mare? Can you imagine that? No, they
0: couldn't do that very well.
1: How do you know? Hey, you know what? Let me just you we'll, we'll skip that. to the
0: end. Let me read my report and we'll find out if if uh if I actually am useless or not. Braun Breaker versus Von Wagner. Braun beat him all around ringside early. Then he started tearing apart the announce table. Baron Corbin did commentary. Braun finally gave him a German on the outside, started beating on him with chairs and kendo sticks. Braun hit the Rick Steiner Bulldog onto a steel chair, then went for the recliner with a kendo stick. Von fought back, made his comeback with chair shots and kendo sticks. Bro, where is the funny? AI has got you right now. Von hit the chokeslam, but Braun kicked out. Match didn't have much heat, except when they rolled towards the announce table. Vaughn finally threw him through a wall by the announce table. holy s chance, all of which got bleeped. Vaughn then bombed him through the table, threw him into the ring. But as he went for his finish, Braun hit a low blow. Braun speared him and pinned him. Then they did the big angle with Braun beating him up outside, putting his head on the steel steps, and then allegedly crushing his head. At least this time, unlike the last time they did the angle with the chair, they cut away at the right time so you couldn't see he missed. Am I needed?
3: This is a deep question. If you're
1: gonna, if you're just gonna write like that with no enthusiasm behind it, no emotion, no imagination behind it, then yeah, imagination. I'm trying to tell people what happened, not what I think happened. Sit on the sidelines and let AI take over for you.
0: God, I may have to up my game.
1: Yeah, you do. Hmm.
0: Well, anyway, here's what happened on the show. Tiffany Stratton beat Kiana James. It's actually good for what it was. No, it wasn't well choreographed. They did a lot of no, that moves. was the problem.
1: It well, was a yeah. Lot what do you? What did you expect? But I know. But it was so bad when it's like, all right, now I'm gonna keep up, and it just there. It wasn't fluid. So when you're not fluid doing that type of deal, it just makes it stand out even more. Where I'd rather just, I would rather just see them run into each other, frankly, and actually do something that way, as opposed to how they played it.
0: This person here said to ask AI who could uh, who could beat Roman Reigns. I'm getting distracted here by this whole AI thing. I should probably. It says, some of the most likely wrestlers to beat Roman Reigns include Cody Rhodes, Gunther, Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, Brock Lesnar, Jey Uso, Bobby Lashley, and Solo Sokoa. Some say Cody Rhodes is the most likely to dethrone Reigns. Rhodes won the 2023 Royal Rumble match and was the hottest babyface in the company. Others believe that Gunther could win the Rumble next year and challenge Reigns at Mania 40. No one believes that AI. You struck out there. Get out of here. And the uh, Creed brothers. Oh, then Becky challenged uh, Tiffany for next week. Creed brothers. IB did a promo backstage. The Italians showed up. Everyone's for fighting, fighting all for the, the tag team. They all want to yeah. be. They all want a tag team title shot. So then you know one of the most fun things about NXT is every week. What's that? Who will have the best match of their career against Ilya Dragunov this week? <laughs> well, this week it was Oro Mensa. Yes. Not as good as the trick match because they only had about six minutes or something, but I mean, it was the best match of Oro's career. This Dragunov is like on another level, dude.
1: I'm sorry. You yeah. know what I
0: would pay for Ilya Dragunov versus Brian Danielson in a strap match?
1: Oh, please. Please, my God, those two men would kill each other. Look, when he was there doing the seizing bit that Dan- Brian Danielson will do on the apron, and I just—it was—it was so hilarious. The juxtaposition to his face seizing as if he's knocked out, and then you have Lash and Noam and everybody there just sticking fingers in his face and screaming at him. It was completely ridiculous. But Ilya Dragunov is just simply great.
0: We had uh, Carmelo coming out, and long story short, it's Wes versus Elia next week. The winner gets a rematch with Carmelo at no mercy. So Dom Dom is supposed to be the guest referee for this uh, match later, and so he's actually reading, I swear to God, WWE rule book. He's tearing pages out of it. We had multiple absolutely hysterically preposterous meetings with the women backstage. Oh. And then we had Nathan Frazier and Duke Hudson in a G1 match. And it was only about three minutes, but it was good, because Nathan Frazier is awesome. And uh, he hit the Phoenix Splash. He got the pin. And uh, this dude, holy smokes. Hank and Tank met with the Creeds. They're trying to figure out how to be a good team. They're like, Creeds, you guys are a great team. Guys, like, ever talk to each other? Creeds are like... We're brothers. And they're like, you ever fight? The Crees are like, we're brothers! So then uh, that happened, I guess. <laughs> then we had Tyler Bain and Dabba Kato.
1: AI. Listen.
0: AI. I was, unlike AI, I was wrong. I thought there was no chance that this could be anything other than horrific. And uh I can't say it was great. But Tyler Bate is unbelievable. And yeah. he they they tease the lift, they tease the lift and finally he lifts this guy up and he gives Dabicato an airplane spin. The crowd chanted big strong boy and I swear to god they chanted this is awesome in a Dabicato match. And then Tyler hit the spiral tap and pinned him. They did it. See you were worried about it. I was. I
1: had a lot of faith in Tyler Bate.
0: Then we had another meeting. I don't know why it's always the women in this in NXT, but it was hilariously preposterously terrible. Lyra Roxanne, Kiana Big Brawl.
1: Bro, to be fair, look at the beginning. Look at the interactions with the tag teams. The acting is kind of at the same level. It really is.
3: Dragon Except Lee. None of
1: the guys we I mean, I can't believe you just skipped over Bad Girl Thea and, and her makeover. Well, I got her- so
0: much I got to get into here. We'll get to yeah. that. And I got I got the Thursday show. Dragon Lee versus Ollie with Dom as ref. So Dom is like a totally he's playing it down the middle, and actually he's a great ref. He's out of everybody's way, counts great. And then Lee uh gets cradled and Ollie uh Ollie cradles him and Dom fast counts him. Because I guess Dom wants to face out Ali. They make a big deal about how Dom doesn't want to face Dragon Lee. So Dom holds up Ali's hands, but Ollie knocks him down. And then he helps Dragon Lee up and shakes his hand and tells him he wants to win fair and square. So at this point, it is uh, Dom versus Ali, the pay-per-view. Dragunov met with Trick, basically told him, After I beat Wesley, you can either keep lying to yourself or to your best friend. Because, of course, Trick thinks that uh, Melo can beat Dragunov straight up. Had a couple of other segments, an Axiom and Butch in a tournament match. And, uh, you know, we talked about this the other day. They want to do draws, and so that's why there's a 12-minute time limit. And they went to a draw here, 12 minutes. They both got one point, and, uh, you know, it was good. I like how, you know, in New Japan, it's like, five minutes gone, five minutes. Ten minutes gone, ten minutes. Here, they're wrestling the match, and at the ten-minute mark, the ring announcer goes, Two-minute warning! And they didn't make it, so they went to a draw. Wrestling was really good. I know you'll be stunned to hear that Axiom and Butch had a really good match. Gigi Dolan and Thea Hale. Yes, Thea is now a juvenile delinquent, and they had this match, and uh, Blair Davenport ended up giving Gigi a shoulder breaker, and then Thea put her in the kimura and won. So for those of you, man, this this chase, you do not enroll there. We've got Duke Hudson who is a heel who has been playing a babyface going on a year now. And now you've got Thea who is a babyface, but she is currently being a heel cuz she's wrapped up with the wrong crowd. All at Chase You.
1: I would suggest jumping in the transfer portal and getting to Colorado right now.
0: Lyra is with Kalani Jordan and Dana shows up and you'll never guess another hilarious preposterously bad acting segment lyra will be facing dana next week then my god this promo tiffany stratton backstage cuts a promo on becky and i'm gonna put my i'm gonna i'm gonna censor myself so dom doesn't have to (laughs) because i'm just gonna say this exactly like she did she cuts his promo i don't care who you think you are becky you ain't gonna come down here and take my title I've been the fastest rising star in the last two years. What have you done in the last two years? Nothing. So you know what? See you next Tuesday. Toodles. (laughs) Everyone's talking about how she called her the B word. But what she actually said was, see you next Tuesday. And then called her the B word. (laughs) Good thing Uh, I've been in London.
1: Well, (laughs) You're a right one, aren't you?
0: Then there was Braun Breaker and Von Wagner, and we reviewed this one. But uh, that was NXT. Yeah, she said, see you next Tuesday.
1: (laughs) What does AI...
0: uh, They gasped. You should have heard the audience gasp. (laughs)
1: They were like, oh, man, she went there? Yikes. It is next Tuesday, right? It is. She's going to see her. She is going to see her, all right. Yeah. No lies in there. No lies told. Back in a moment with more Observer Live.
2: Pricing information, 800-915-9654, 800-915-9654, 800-915-9654, that's 800-915-9654.
4: If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter,
2: That's 800-278-1738.
3: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
0: Well, back here in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live, Mike Sempervivi. Also, WrestlingObserver.com. Well, tonight, Wrestling Observer Radio, with Dave and I will be back talking AEW, all of the news, whatever news there might be. And I was up with Lance today. It was, a lot, it was like three weeks since Lance and I did a standalone show. So if you want uh, his thoughts on what happened with Punk. And also, we got reminiscing because TNA 1000 is coming up. And it's a very different company now. Mm. But Lance said, you know, there hasn't it hasn't been all bad. What what are the good things that you remember about TNA? I had nothing. Oh, stop! But he pushed me, and I thought about it. And if you would like a uh, a lengthy discussion about some of the actual good things that uh, that TNA wrestling did back in the day, well, Impact One Thousand. I'm sorry, not TNA One Thousand. If you'd like to uh, to go back and listen to some of the uh, some of our memories of the good of NWA, TNA, Impact Wrestling, etc. That is on the Landstorm Show here today. So head up there and check it out. Filthy and I were up a couple days ago. Always a fun time. Talking a lot of wrestling. And uh, And yes, we'll be back tomorrow with more, as we always are. Don't forget to grab your cameos, everybody. F4W Online on Cameo. I won't let you down. I got a business to run. So check those out. And uh, anything you want to plug, Mike? How much nope. are those cameos, Nope, not Brian. enough time. At know, this point, you. honestly, I actually don't know. They're about 50 bucks, something like that. It's not too bad. No
1: Labor Day sale? You'll get no your back money's to school worth. back-to-school
0: sale? They alert me when a sale's coming, and I'm like, oh. okay, whatever. Oh,
1: yeah, because you know what? And there's proof. There's the perfect example of Brian Alvarez there. You think he's giving you a break? No, they're forcing them to give you a break. They're not
0: forcing me. They're giving me the option, and I opt in. Because I'm a man of the people. But thank y'all. I'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.